You are listening to Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast, a podcast where we believe wrestling is a buffet and there's something there for everyone. Make sure you're following us on all social media such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook under Two Heels and a Face. That's number two, Heels and a Face. Make sure you check out our website, TwoHeelsAndAFace.com. Era, era, two heels in a face. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the 2023 Jim Lynam Memorial Tournament. A little bit later this year, I think, than usual, Chris. Um, Some slightly different things going on. We're not going to necessarily speculate on a ton of them. Uh, That's why we brought Source himself, Mr. Trent Zuberry, which we'll bring on in a second. He is making his, I don't know the number of appearances, but he's one step closer to uh, catching Principal Steve from Warrior Wrestling. Um, So I'm sure he'll gloat about that as well as his previous trivia win, which he has every right to. Um, But before we get into that and before we get into a little JLMT preview, which is a show we always cover pretty thoroughly. uh, Chris, how are you doing today, man? How's it going, man? It's 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 been a minute, you know. Like we got the holidays out the way, or well, Thanksgiving out the way. Um, but you know, get, getting ready to you know jump into the JLMT. I added the T. I always say JLM. Don't forget it. I've I am not forgetting the T. It is a tournament. Um, and you know, over the years, we've definitely like covered this. We've made uh, you know, brackets uh, for the listeners to fill out. Um, you know, we've filled out our own brackets in the past, and you know, I, I got just the same way. You know, Principal Steve and Trent will go at it. You and I would go at it with our brackets, and uh, you know, you can definitely gloat about you know nailing pretty much or pretty close all of the all of the brackets there. So, little smarky there, Charlie, and and figuring things out ahead of time. So, props to you, but you know, we'll see what this year brings us. Yeah, well, we haven't been able to. I know last year that. Only participants are being released now. And that's, it makes it a little bit harder to uh, yeah. predict what's going on. Um, but at least I think all the, well, there's been 14 participants announced and we have them all listed. We don't know who's wrestling who, in what order, are people getting buys? Because I, if you, I went to like a bracket maker website. And oh, I thought you went to like an actual person that makes brackets. Like, <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Let me call in my guy, um, the bracket maker. But no, I went to a website and I put in 14 spots, even like double sided. And I didn't put it in all the participants' names. With Mm -hmm. with 14 spots, there's going to be, there's just, it's just not enough spots. You need like 16 to have the full eight and eight and to have just, because it's single elimination, usually this tournament is pretty, every time that has happened, it's single elimination. So with 14, it just there's just there's gonna be one or two people with a buy, or like potentially triple threats, or like I don't know how it's gonna happen, but it just doesn't. It's without sixteen the the people who are like OCD, kind of like me sometimes. Uh, the bracket just does, like there's an extra there's not enough people to have if you know what I mean. Does, does that make sense? Yep. Uh, kind of, yep. You're kind of laying it out. So yeah, I mean we're we're gonna ask Trent some questions. I don't know if he'll have the answers or if he's privy to all the information Um, because, you know, he's the producer. But uh, sometimes, you know, Danny, Danny might hold the cards uh, to what's happening. So we've got a lot of questions about how this whole thing is going to work. 
Well, let's let's bring him in. He's in the green room. He's waiting. He's okay. he's ready. So, gentlemen, <laughs> usually I start talking, and I knew Chris was going to hit the button, and I'm glad I didn't uh, talk over that this time. Trent, how's it going, man? Good guys, how are you? Great. Uh, congrats. Uh, we haven't really. Um, we haven't really the uh, the dust has settled, but we haven't really like kind of recapped your big trivia win. I got a message from Jimmy D. Did you um, about okay. that episode? And he loved the format. Jimmy D oh. loved the format. So okay. I don't know if Jimmy D's in the cards for a future episode. We're trying to have some other people on as well. Maybe do like a two v two kind of tag team thing. Um, and then obviously you need to come back in the future to defend your title, which I know. Will will you'll always be down for? It. But yes, your how, how does it feel to be the first ever one of the first ever participants and the first ever I guess we call you trivia champion on Tito's in the face. Listen, Steve came in confident, a little too confident, you know, <laughs> a little arrogant, uh, but he got humbled pretty pretty quick. And the hours the Iron Sheik, he got humbled. All right, so he was, <laughs> he was like, I feel I always feel bad saying that about a man of God, but hey, man, it's it is what it is. It, I almost thought you were going to be like, Steve came in here thumping his Bible. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Because here's what happens, right? I say that, and then someone gets upset at you guys for having me on the show of saying things like that. Oh. that inevitably will happen. Somebody will be like, well, you know, this is a religious thing. Oh, you're insulting a religion. Oh, my God. You're insulting Steve. He's a man of God. You can't be doing that. You can't, can't risk it, guys. I can't get. I can't risk getting canceled. I can't risk you guys getting canceled. I have a show to sell tickets for Friday. Can't do it. I know you would never do that to your favorite podcast. Uh, can't do so, it. So, so we thank you. Uh, but yeah, that was um, a really cool message to hear from Jimmy D. It's cool when people reach out and just like, "Hey, I like this one thing." Or like yeah, so kind of keeps it going. Um, and I've wa- I've listened to that episode back a couple times. And yeah, you did keep mentioning you called him a man of the cloth at one point. So you're, de- you're definitely you're definitely uh, playing that card. But uh, Steve fought valiantly. But yeah, it was just it was just you were just too hot to handle. You know who let me down that one though? Who really let me down on that episode was Keith Levinsky. Has, has, uh, <laughs> Dr. Keith has uh, he hasn't been heard from since. Aside from the aside from his apology that he sent me. After he's after he screwed me, after he's basically, I think he's working for Steve in cahoots because that's that seems like that, that how how he could botch that one, the phone a friend, embarrassing, and I have, no one's heard from uh, Dr. Keith since. <laughs> we got to have him. We got to have him with a with a redemption next time. Um, he should bring him on though. Keith's a good guest. Have you guys had Keith on? We have once. Yeah, yeah. it was like really randomly. He was just like he kind of tweeted out. Hey, I'm in the mood to jump on a podcast or something. It was like so. Oh yeah, it was kind of that. like a flash guest kind of thing. Where like, and then I message him, and then we were recording like the next day for like a show that weekend. So it was like very, very bang bang. But yeah, I don't know why we we need. I, we're trying. To, we're going to expand the AEW. We just love you so much, but we're going to try to expand in the background a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Voles is someone. That's right. For some reason, he keeps slipping from our list, and I don't understand why. Like, we tried before, and things just didn't work timing-wise, and then it's like, okay, we'll come back. And they might have, that may have happened on several occasions, but, like, he's one I feel like we You need Tyler on. Tyler yeah. would be a great guest. You got – he's seen a lot, and, you know, he's the, he's the voice, man. Tyler the voice. You got to have him on. So I, I would highly recommend getting Tyler on for sure. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And I do feel a little bit bad about that question that I gave you guys because it you it was probably a you probably watched what like eight years straight of ROH during that run, six years or something. And I, yeah. And I kind of just threw a random I I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't sure know if it not. felt very random or not. Because your your mind it's was on mad. us. It's on us. It's on no. <laughs> we should have known it. No, no, don't don't take it on you. We should have known the answer to that one. Absolutely not your fault at all. That's well, on us. Nate Speck, Nate Speckman, who love also loved the episode too, reached out and he's like, wait, like uh he said something about a count out victory. He's like, Nigel McGinnis beat not like eight people by count out that year or something like that. It was some like random, like it, it just kind of seemed like all the all the matches slash champions oh, could have blurred together a little bit. You know, I should have made Nate my phone a friend. It seems like he was uh where to go. <laughs> We need to have him in as like a fact checker or something to fact check True. questions. He's great at that stuff. You know, Nate wrote a lot of the uh, the back the backs of the uh, AW trading cards that when we put those out. Nate wrote a lot oh. of the, the text on those. Yeah, the bios. Yeah, the bios. Yeah, he knows That's a lot. Really cool. Nate's are, fantastic at everything he does. Are you guys doing that this year, cards? No, sadly, no. Um, oh, maybe maybe for the Winnie City Classic. As for the lineup, no. Maybe we'll put them out for the classic. I just I haven't heard any buzz about it. Which surprised me from the uh, the merchandise department because they're huge sellers for us. They're big. Um, they're, I mean, they're a great prize. Everybody wants trading cards. The MJF trading card that we have, like the MJF um, rookie card that we had from uh, his first year with us, goes for hundreds on eBay. Insane. Absolutely insane. Really? I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. I was absolutely mm, shocked. I have an unopened pack. Do you? I think I do yeah. too. I'm pretty sure there's a pack I haven't touched. I'm gonna, as you as you're talking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at the, look this up and please do a, a a full set right now. A full set of the the AAW trading cards are going for seventy five bucks starting offer. Mm-hmm. The MJF, the MJF JL JLMT 2018 rookie card. Guess what? The I will. I shit you not. One thousand four hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Mint, it's graded and and mm-hmm. carded and everything. That's wild. Fourteen hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars. I feel like that's probably only gonna go up, right? I mean, his career, I don't know. his career is gonna. He's only had one. It's been a, he's been an awesome run, but it, he's only had one AEW AEW championship run, right? Like, and that man yeah. could go to WWE one day. I feel like his he's going to be a bigger star at some point. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna throw another one at you. The same seller, the same seller is selling a PSA. I guess is the quality rating, right? So mm-hmm. the last one was a quality PSA eight. The same seller is selling a PSA nine of that card. For two thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents, three thousand dollars for an MJ. I mean, I don't know who's going to pay this, but the fact that this is on here is ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. So, mm-hmm. so the seller has it posted as that, but how 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 many has he sold? Probably none. I don't know. Do you think? Yeah, you know. Who knows? I mean, like just to give you an idea, Darby Allen ones three hundred. You know, uh, Scarlet Bordeaux seventy-six bucks. Uh, Cora J two hundred dollars, you know, and she was Elena Black. Yeah, uh, Sammy Guevara seventy bucks. I mean, it's it's crazy. I, I mean, <laughs> these these cards were a hit. 
You know, they're they're definitely it. You can get a shit. There's so man. We had a Chris Hero. Everybody on here. Look at that. That's really Rich cool. Swan. Rich Swan, ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, Shane Strickland, one hundred fifty bucks. Damn. Yeah. Anybody so, who's AEW, I guess, is, is and DJZ is probably in there. Yeah. Oh, it's true. The I'm gonna leave you with this one. <laughs> I'm not lying to you, to you on this. The M the the MJF 2019 JLMT card, 2019 one, at a at a rating of 10. It's, it's a perfect mint condition card. It's carded in back. It's back. It's got the hard card on there. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Five thousand dollars. Jesus. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know who's paying this. This is a different seller altogether, which is funny. I don't know who's paying it, but that this is ridiculous. If you if you're listening to this and you actually buy one of these cards that I mentioned today, please contact me immediately. I need to recommend you to to a doctor or something. <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell? It's 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 kind of neat because I feel like I'm always a part of me is like oh, try posting the link. I love that. I'll I'll check that out. A part a part of me is like that's ridiculous. And then a part of me is like, Oh, that's kind of cool because yeah. I never like my Pokemon cards got like lost in the, like in a flood in a basement flood. So like, I I've just never been on like the right end of like, Oh, I have this collectible thing. Yeah. And it feels like in the future, I might be on the right end of that. If, if, if people are buying those, but that's the big question. I think that's yeah. I wonder if they're buying them. You know, that's the thing they, they got pricing them at one thing. Pricing them is one thing, but buying them, and look at that. $5, there it $5, is. There it is. For those watching on YouTube, you're you're looking at through our eyes right now through Chris's screen. AAW trading card is going for five thousand dollars. So so the 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 PSA or the PSA nine PSA ten, all cards don't print exactly the same, right? And is that the is that like yeah, that had had that appraised by someone who's like this card is slightly better than this version of it same card but like is that how that works or not? I, th- I think so i'm not a big trick okay. i mean from what i understand like i saw the other ones at psa nine and eight and nine so i'm guessing that it's but it's, it says csg rated so i'm guessing this is a uh, some kind of, he sent it out and got it got it packaged and rated and inspected and all that which costs money i'm sure so sure sure I don't think it costs five grand. But no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Well, uh, the the um, unopened pack, baby. You can even get a gym. You get a gym lineup card for eight bucks. The actual man himself. <laughs> what about a gym lineman one? Lineman, lineman. You have to get check with ego on that one. Eagle <laughs> might have a gym, a gym lineman variant. Son of a gun. Chris, do I still? I feel like I feel like I bought a pack for you once and you paid me, but did I ever give it yep. to you? Yep. Are you? The, I did. Okay. Unopen pack. Yeah, yeah. No, it's so, it's yeah. I definitely have that. Um, but I was gonna say the um, Ellie Park mask that I have. Yeah. It was he? It was the mask that he used when he wrestled MJF at the. Uh, oh my Luchador god. Door something. I don't. I can't remember the name of the the show. The uh, de Luchadores. Luchadores. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There you but go. That's the one where he he stiffed MJF with that chair shot, man. Yeah. Oh my God, I'll never forget that. And MJF didn't say he didn't complain, but my God, he, he, it was hard. It was a stiff share shot. 
Damn. But then you got Chris in the back alley. You're like, let me get your mask. <laughs> let me get my <laughs> mask. <laughs> I was gonna say, Chris, like, uh, you know, if Chris, if whatever, whatever, I would never wish this upon Chris, whatever reason, like, you know, something happened where like Chris lost his job or whatever, like, or he just needed some extra cash. Hey, we need some extra cash. We want to go on a family vacation, maybe. I got three, three ninos, ninas now. Um, we need to go on a family vacation. Like, just look right behind this man on the screen. Yeah. We got some, we got some, I don't know how much money we got lined up with those Funkos and this mask, but you know. If you, yeah. if you ever need that little extra cushion, Chris, it's right behind you. If anybody's looking for Lucha merch, you know, hit me up. We'll, we can work out some deals. Here yeah. you go, guys. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk uh, we're, <laughs> we're here to talk about the lineman, right? The Jim yeah. Lineham Memorial Tournament 2023. It's uh, Hopefully you're listening to this before. I know we're recording this on November 28th, and it's really close to December 1st, which is the day of the show. It's happening at the Berwyn Eagles Club, which I love. Tickets are on awpro.ticketleap.com, aawrestling.com, a right that's awpro, just awpro at everything.com, and and all the site, all the social medias are awpro, so easy to find. Easy to find. So let's let's talk about logistics first. A little later than usual. It's usually in October, and is this just one night? One night only. We're gonna do the whole thing one night. So there's no. there's a couple. There's a couple additional matches. Like we have the Outrunners who are debuting, and they're taking on uh, Russ and Shaft for the tag belts. So we have that. We have right. the heavyweight title match as well. We have uh, Davey and Ren Jones for the heavyweight title. But okay. so there's a couple. There's a couple non-tournament matches, but the whole thing's gonna be done in one night. Um, which is which is a push. That is, yeah. How are we feeling? Speaking on the production side, we we squeeze in we squeeze in some stuff. Like, obviously, people are going to get their money's worth. I will hundred yes. percent say that. But how how are we gonna? Is it a lot going to be a lot of matches? Are we going to see some some triple threats, some some mix ups, some things like that? Or you're going to you're going to see a different kind of tournament layout than you have in the past. Okay. Because we're doing one night. You're going to see a little creativity going to this one. We're 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 testing it out in a sense. We're we're going to yeah. play with it a little bit. Uh, it might people might like it, they might not. We're gonna find out. This will be a nice little. I mean, we're taking a risk. And I think in any wrestling now, especially with everything's been done two hundred times over, yeah, uh, the idea is to take a risk. Sometimes you gotta try something different. So we're gonna try something different. We're gonna try to do something a little more unique for a tournament style layout. So all I could say is, if you show up, you'll see it all kind of reveal itself. You can watch it on High Spots as well. It'll be on HighSpots.tv. Sure. It'll be streaming live there. So. You're watching it live. You're watching it in in Berwyn. You're gonna see a different kind of tournament. Awesome. And I did get a high spot, high spot subscription because I wanted to keep up with Davy's run. Um, I need to go back and I think watch the last match. But I've watched his first two title defenses, um, and I need to go back and watch the last one. But I do have high spots, so we'll be watching there for sure. If you can't make it, that's that's the thing you should do. Um, how do you feel like Davy's run has been so far? As champion, best work of his career is the last. The last year has been the, since him and Bravo got together. Best just work carried over, carried over from Heritage to oh, absolutely nothing's I, changed. Okay, the work is the work he's been doing uh, with the Heritage run, which he, you know, which they kind of shifted over to. But they did the Hart and Bauer finger poke of doom to Levi Everett now. Yeah. Um, but Davey's been on fire. Like I mean, he, he's had a hell of a year. He got the Impact. Um, Got the impact debut this year that he got to do. Um, he's been booked a ton more. Like he's, I mean, the, the the it's funny how 
the attention really did come. Like the second he, this is not to not to say he wasn't getting it on his own, but you know, you Bravo's definitely a, a more a, a more of a made name. He's on TV. People know Johnny Bravo. You can see how he kind of crafted Davey a little bit more. The whole Bravo family, and then Davey kind of upping his game a little bit. I mean. The proof's in the pudding, man. He's all over the country now. He's take, making more appearances. He's on Impact. It's been really cool. And he's the heavyweight champ of a in a he's a, he's a triple threat winner now. He's the next triple threat guy. It's like it's crazy to see. First ever. No, it's been, right? we've had no, we've had several triple threat. Oh, uh, uh, triple crowns. Sorry, triple crown champions. I Excuse mean, me. Excuse triple me. crowns. He's yeah, we've had several of them. So, um, but he's added to the list. Nobody ever thought Davey Vega would be on that list, but he is. You know, it's pretty cool. It's yeah, that's wild to think about. If you transport me back to 2017, but he's think about absolutely, that. absolutely earned it. Yeah, um, explain it. Sorry, catch me up on because I, I think I'm a show behind um, in terms of high spots. Catch me up on the Levi Ever situation with Harden Bauer. Is Levi Ever now part of that faction? No, no. So uh, Davy was was forced. Well, he, he so they were doing a promo, and you know they were doing a promo talking about the match that night. Hartenbauer said uh, he's sick of defending the title for Davey because he was defending it on Davey's behalf because right. Vega was busy being a heavyweight champion. That. So he said, I want a shot at the title. I'm sick of defending it for you. I want a shot. Belt, dissension, dissension. We get in the ring, and it's a finger poke of doom. Hartenbauer, yeah. Hartenbauer crowned new heritage champion. Uh, but we weren't going to let that stand. Management got involved, got in the ring announcer's ear told him no that's not how it's going to go down we're not going to allow that to happen and his opponent was sent out and it was levi everett who with a little bit of help from big beef Narles garvin won the title so levi everett is the amish warrior is the <laughs> aw heritage champion that's amazing I, he deserves that opportunity for sure um uh, hardenbauer had a 20 minute run <laughs> <laughs> but he had a title he's, he's in the books he's officially in the books so that's a good thing. Damn. So they tried to keep it within the family, and then it absolutely backfired, which is yeah. – Yeah. That's uh, – For 20 do, minutes they did. They, they kept it in for 20 minutes, and then it backfired. I do like when factions kind of collect gold and, and do that. But, I, um, uh, yeah, Levi Everett, I mean, that guy has gotten completely completely over, and it's like a – it's a gimmick that is like – it's interesting because it just seems like very outrageously goofy, but it's like pe people have bought into it so well. And oh, a lot. It now, it, like when he does it, it just feels like it's kind of part of the show and it's not something that seems foreign to me. Well, you know, characters get over, man. For, for, I don't, it, it shocks me that look at today. There's so many people who are just, they don't have characters. They're just regular guy. You know, Joe Blow is just a regular dude. Intense, regular name. Yeah. Regular yeah. guy mm -hmm. in tights. What's your character? Oh, I'm an angry guy. You know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm kind of a rebel. You know, or I'm kind of, I'm like this crazy guy. And it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm like anti-authority. What the fuck is the character? Like, that doesn't mean anything. Everybody's anti-authority. What the hell does that mean? Nobody's got a character. Then you got Levi Evers, a fucking Amish, a little Amish bald, skullet bald guy, dude. Who's like out of his mind. He carries a churn. You can get behind it. You know, you can get behind it. It's like a character. It's something you can get by. Like, at least it's something. I can at least it's well, I fucking saw this Amish guy jump off the top rope. It was crazy. Nobody's gonna remember. I mean, you gotta unless <laughs> unless you're like a giant, like you have you look like a spectacle. You, you gotta have something to be your character. Something's gotta hook people. Levi Everett does, man. Absolutely does.
I want to point out that like Trent has all this energy and yes. the man is on a fast right now. And, like, I, I have not eaten food in 40, no, 50 hours right now, as of right now. And I'm not going to eat anything until I hit 72 hours. This is a PCO recommended diet. I'm following PCO's uh, apothogen. And, yeah, and he's just—you're just selling your—you're just selling your ass off right now. Like, I, I love it. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm hitting that stride. They tell you you're gonna hit this like um, you hit this point in the diet where like all the energy that you've been storing up just kicks in, you know, and it just starts hitting you, and hitting you. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we can bring that out of you. I guess I guess I'm trying the exact. It's a it's a cell regeneration fast is what this there is. There you go. So yeah, it's it's very interesting. Cool. Okay, yeah. should we get into the entrance, Chris? Do you have anything else? Uh, no, so just uh, I guess the the thing is like the outcome. Even though it's a little later than than usual, the outcome's still the same, right? It's a title. For, it's a shot for the title at yes. the Windy City Classic. Which is that, and that is usually in December. So are we thinking late December for that too? Or it will be December. Uh, okay. Probably the December thirtieth date will be the classic, though. December thirtieth. Okay. Because we have a show. Uh, we have this. We have this one here, and then December thirtieth is the next one. So that's that'll be the classic. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, Fourteen entrants announced. Fourteen announced. Uh, um, no bracket. Absolutely no bracket because I broke the system a couple of years back. And, you sure um, and you want, you want to? Why don't you tell everybody what you did by how you broke the system? Just remind people what you did. I had a, I had a perfect bracket. One person's was subbed out and didn't make it, but I had a per, absolutely perfect bracket. It was the year that Jake won. Yes. Yeah. Or, right. Not Jake. No. Um. Um. Chase or Alexander or what's his name? Holy crap. Josh Alexander. Josh, Josh Alexander. <laughs> my Josh mind. Walking the weapons. man hasn't eaten food, and my mind is over here breaking. Like, Did you say I'm Jason gonna... Alexander? <laughs> I said You're Jake. A... Oh, George Costanza, Jason Alexander. He <laughs> <laughs> need the sound bite of the music. Yes, is the year that he won, I believe. Nice. Very cool. That was uh, yeah. You did break the bracket. Nobody expected that to happen, but you did. You're the, probably the I only had a one. Screenshot on my phone, and it was time stamped. Did we ever? Did we ever give you like a prize for that or anything? <laughs> did you ever get like a poster or anything? I don't know. I think like I won. We we used to bet. Um, I think a shot at the bar. Oh no, that was for no. Sorry, that was, that was for, for the bar bracket. Buffet bracket. Yeah, you would bet a shot at the bar when we used to have Hank three one two. Um on to he's our our certified bracketologist um but yeah i don't know do you, do you want to give me anything for that for breaking the system maybe an mjf rookie card hey, <laughs> hey, right. aka the retirement plan <laughs> yeah are you are either of you gonna come are you gonna be there live am i gonna see either, either of you guys live um i i want to say that be way before this was announced i made i made plans although I am excited for this movie I'm going to see. It's hard Ooh. to pick the movie over wrestling, but the movie was booked first. I'm very excited for the movie. It's like the it's like Beyonce's movie. Um, I don't you know I don't know what that is. It's like her concert or something. Okay, Beyonce, amazing performer, amazing performer, and it was booked way before this this show was announced. So that's my def that's my defense to you. Then I'm sticking by it. Chris, are you also going to the Beyonce movie? I am not going to the Beyonce <laughs> movie, but. Um... You know, uh, it, it's up in the air. It all depends yeah. on on work and and where I end up. Uh, you know, Friday, Boy. Friday night. But Bear One Eagles Club just calls my name. I just, you know, dude. I mean, it's classic. It's, it's a magical it's place. Classic, yeah. It's a magical place. 
Um, um, so who knows? Speaking of movies, I was invited. To, I'll, I'll reveal this right now. By the time this drops, I think I'll be at. I'll probably be at this event when you're dropping this. Because uh, this, this will probably drop what Thursday, the day before the show. I'm assuming. No, we're dropping. Yeah, quick the, turnaround. We're, we're gonna quick turn this around. I gotta get this oh. out the door and promoted if people okay. listen to it. So. Well, Thursday, I got invited to a special pre-screening of the Iron Claw movie, the Von Erich movie. Oh, oh nice. By the, by the studio. By the studio. I'm going to a special pre-screen. Wait, which, which sorry, who, who, which studio? A, A24, who produced it. Oh, okay. Got, invited by A24. I'm a connected guy. I got to do a plus. <laughs> I got a plus one. I'm taking my, uh, my old backstage boys compadres coming with me. Basil's coming with me to this. I love it. So we're nice. going to be seeing the Iron Claws. If anybody else is, has been secretly invited by A24, come find us. Where does When does that come out? Like two weeks. Still like two okay. weeks out. September yeah. 22nd. Oh, three weeks out. It's a big advance. Yeah. yeah. They don't want us even... They, they, it was a big disclaimer. Like, do not publicly say anything about the movie until the 13th. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> like, they don't even want us revealing anything until then. That's so. super sweet. Yeah, that looks amazing. I, I actually yeah. have people that are like not hardcore wrestling fans that are very interested in them that I know that are very looks interested very in well them. made. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. All right, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk lineman. <laughs> let's talk lineman. I just so anybody knows, we're calling it lineman yeah. because for some reason Rob Eagle Anthony likes to call Jim Lineum lineman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're we're calling him lineman. Uh, that's why. That's why I'm saying it. This is a Rob Ant- Anthony joke. There's, there's <laughs> just three dudes talking lineman. Lineman. Just three dudes talking lineman. Okay, entrant number one. Yes. You, you announced a Haas a favorite. This guy, it's got to be a favorite. I think I earmarked like four or five favorites to win. Maybe, maybe four. Uh, Jake something. Uh, triple crown winner. Big guy. Giant okay. man. Former champion. Recent champion. Vega defeated him, so he's if. Jake wins the tournament. He'd be the only triple crown who also has won the tournament, I believe. Yes, that's, that's like the one thing he hasn't done here, basically. Right, and that, that that would put him above everybody at that point. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Paco has that one under his belt. He he got a win over Jake he, something. Paco took out Jake. I still I still am bummed. I, that that I think it's exactly. I was exactly four years ago today. I want to say. Because um, was it today? I think it was. Because I believe I was in um, I was in Egypt when that happened. I was at the pyramids when that happened, and I remember somebody. T- I was one of you guys or somebody from the show. I was like, "Biggest pop I've ever heard in the Logan Square Auditorium." Like, what happened? <laughs> like Paco just won the Heritage title. I was like, "What? <laughs> like what happened here?" When we so, were pushing um, Paco, baby. Yeah, it's all you guys, man. Basically, basically, know. you guys, you guys booked that to happen. <laughs> oh, that's great. Let me, let me um, see right here. I'm gonna, I'll get you the exact date right here. Uh, 30th, the 30th, two days from now. The 30th. Okay. Yeah. Close. Very close. Very close. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, I have him marked down as a favorite. Uh, we'll get into. I have a predicted final four. Okay. We'll, okay. We'll get into that at the end. Um, I just threw that together really quickly at the end here, and then maybe we can say yours, or we can say Chris's. Obviously, Trent can say his without. There's no conflict of interest there. He's not booking the matches. He's just he's he's doing a, a lot of other stuff. But 
Um, entry number two, I think the first woman ever in it, correct? Masha Slamovich? I believe so. I'm trying to think if we ever had... Did Havoc... Wasn't Havoc... Well, I was going to say, was Havoc ever in there? I think Havoc was. I thought she mm. she was. I'm about to check. We'll have okay. to check. I'll double check. There's been a lot of competitors. I mean, you're talking several years of, you know, 16, 14 to 16 competitors. It's a lot. So I'll have to check. But yeah, Masha... Right. I, I mean, was Masha like, the year. Havoc or like Candace would be the only people that I feel like would make it into... Or maybe like a Statlander. But we make it in that tournament. I'll have to check, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna check while we're talking here. We're going to uh, we're gonna we're gonna check it out. But uh, no, yeah, Masha's a big one. She just you know she's coming off her title reign, where mm -hmm. she had for over a year, I want to say. So and she just lost to Sierra. So Masha's still right. still flying high from uh, a hell of a run. Hell of a run as women's champion. Yeah, she's. Um, I feel like she can she can claw out some victories uh, potentially yeah. at least a first round victory. Um, Mance Warner entry number three, former champ as well. Favorite I mean, has to be a favorite to to win this thing. Mancer, you know, Mancer is definitely. I mean, he's probably the most loved guy in the round the roster. You can't can't deny it. But uh, yeah, I mean, another another one who's like with Mance is ever since he lost the title, he's been kind of in a lot of different things, a little different feuds and getting some ground, but I think like this would be a good step back for him towards main event. Cause remember he was main event through, co I mean, he was a champion through COVID. Like he still took yes. the title around. He took the title to other promotions. Um, when we needed him back to defend during like some of the, the reintroduction shows he came in and, and was doing that. So Mansur was champ through a very awesome and then a very hard time. Yeah. I felt like you guys, I felt like obviously COVID, um, uh, when it like obviously when for, for for promotions especially you guys were like mm -hmm. shit and then when you guys were like trying to get back into it it seemed like Mans you guys relied on Mancer because Mancer was a name elsewhere we we needed him and yeah you I think you definitely towed hooked your what's the phrase hooked your cart to him for a little bit and we're like okay let's put him on top he's a name plus he's good and plus like yeah. he kind of fits I think the brand which your brand is is like a little bit more rugged and hardcore at times I think um and smash mouth and like kind of he yeah he carried you through a tough time he was that wagon it was it was one of those things where like you needed someone in those tough times you need someone you can trust you need someone who um i mean I was, who else can carry it who's not gonna leave you who's not gonna yeah you know, like he's an indie guy you know like he yeah. like he loves all the indie grind like he talks mm -hmm. it like he's just a rugged dude it seems like he's not a pretty he's not a pretty boy obviously yeah uh masha was in it last year by the way i think that oh. was the that was first mm. woman, I believe. So she okay. Was last year, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this just that feels right, actually. Yeah. Uh, for her to be in it again. Um, so Jake something, Masha, Mance, entry number four. You guys, you guys definitely released some heavy hitters at first, and then at the end is more younger plus like newer faces. So number entry number four, Robert Anthony. The ego. The, uh, the first, first time at the tournament. Right, first time in the tournament. This is a very special one to him. Yes. If you ask him if you ask him on his, I mean, if you ask him directly, he'll tell you it's very special to him. Um, you know, he he has a lot of history with Jim as a as a friendship. They go back many many years. So this is big for him to be in the tournament to represent the tournament. So and he's the first champ, man. He's back with us. He's the he's the OG. He's the OG champ. So pretty cool for for him to be in this. Very fitting. 
It is. It is. This one means a lot. This one, hundred percent, means a lot to him because um, it was his history with with Jim, and uh, and I think I think that he's a favorite too because he came over after his stuff came over. Uh, it sounds funny, but like after his stuff with Freelance and having so much success there, he decided to carry try carry the momentum to AW and kind of start anew, but with that with that momentum he gained from there. But like start building himself up here and he's been thrusted in some like really high profile matches so it seems like someone who's like could uh could obviously go far yeah and you know he um you know he was part of the, the whole thing with moxley and everything like that we had a lot going on with him pretty quickly so it's pretty fast how that all kind of came to be absolutely um hartenbauer entry number five looking to redeem himself from his 20 minute area yeah. style run I mean, this this would be a good way to do it, right? Like, if you're gonna redeem yourself, this is it. Because, shit, man, poor guy. <laughs> like that that twenty minute. But hey, listen, I say it's about Hardenbauer. It not one of the most, one of the most, um, the the best like climbs I want to say in 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 career. Like the how he's how he's just grown from day one with us to now is awesome, and I'm so happy he has a title in the, in his books that he's on the AW record books as the former champion. Yeah, sure. It's nice. 20 minutes or not. His name's at Stone. I'm happy to have him there because he's, he's one of my absolute favorite, um, favorite people to see just how his career has just, gone. and then success follows, man. He's, he's everywhere nowadays. He's getting a lot of attention and rightfully so. Yeah. hundred percent. If this, if this tournament was in LaSalle, he would win. That's, yeah, it could be. Very, uh, listen, he's got a big old title shot coming up over there in LaSalle pretty soon, too. So he's uh, he's got a lot going on back down there in LaSalle. Of course. Uh, entry number six. I think this is like I said three favorites already. I said Jake. I said Mance. I said Ego. Mm-hmm. Uh, entry number six. I feel like this guy is right on the cusp. Uh, like he hits fits the criteria of uh, just a wor- absolute worker for you, a consistent worker. He's. Um, it feels like someone you could trust, and also someone you could t- hitch your cart. Hitch your cart is the phrase I think I was maybe looking for, like just a wagon that could carry you too. Um, and I'm thinking maybe more babyface as well, since Davy is playing the heel role here. But this is Man uh, Manders. Manders, one of my favorites. If I had to pick a favorite, it's gonna be Manders. Okay. Um, I, to me, there's been. You know, he's a former tag champ of the company. He's had a great run with us. He's been gone for a few months now. He's been a little tied up with some stuff. But this is a guy who we saw grow in AAW. I think it's it's very fitting for him to be a part of the tournament. And to me, I think he just he has what it takes to, to kind of power over everybody on this. I think he's got singles victories over a lot of people in the tournament already. So managers would be a great one to see just kind of – it's a great um, – It'd be a great, you know, note in his career because I know he'd be very proud of it too. You know, he he's he's he was coming to shows as a fan, seeing the company kind of rise as it did and whatnot. So, you know, he saw Jim when he was alive, like open the shows up and all that stuff. So, I think somebody like Manders really appreciate something like this. Yeah, very well said. Seems appreciative, just in yeah, in uh, his demeanor and working for the company and things like that. So that's something I'm just picking up. And entry number seven, which was my pick to win, I think, last year, yeah. uh, which was Silas Young. I think that was last year. Silas Young is entry number seven. 
Um, and I think it was also Perch's dad. Perch's dad picked Silas Young to win, which is what we talked about when Perch came on the show. We talked, we had Perch's dad and I. So if Perch is the nicest guy in the world, imagine, imagine where he learned that from. His dad's probably sometimes nicer. I met his dad actually. I met Papa Papa Perch in Milwaukee at the Crusher Fest, and uh, also a nice guy. He's a biker, which you wouldn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I know. I can't even picture that. Perch is Perch is a sweetheart, but his dad's a real sweetheart too. A real nice guy. Um. So yeah, great minds think alike. That was our my pick to win last year. Silas Young entry number seven. I don't think I won this year though. Silas, yeah. I'm mean, listen. He's he's another guy who's won everything. Um, no tag. He's never done the tag. But um, he, he has become such a veteran in that locker room. We have a young locker room now. Yeah, a couple of veterans like Silas are in there now who are really like – you see the matches where like that he has with some of the younger guys. You're like, man, that is where a veteran – it's veteran versus youth. You know, like mm-hmm. there's certain things that you just see a veteran do that you're like, man, that's why he's been here for so long. You never yeah. know, man. I think with a, I think with a, in a tournament situation, Silas can his stamina is great. He could definitely go. So that's a good. That's a good. It was a good pick last year for sure. Not a bad pick this year either. Yeah, he's capable. But yeah, like, I think you just nailed it on the head. I just kind of see him as that shepherd now. He's become and, a good shepherd. And um, yeah, I can picture him in the getup with the the <laughs> the uh, the the sheep, the staff. You know, come bringing his frankincense and myrrh uh, <laughs> to 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 the uh, to the manger. But I I just feel like Silas is he's he might be booked in a very like selfless way where it's like Silas is there. This is once again being smarky. Silas is there to enhance maybe some other, some people around them, lift those other people up that are around. Can, maybe, yeah. can we get one of the dead, Chris? Do we can we get one of the dead to create a photo of Silas John with the with the staff? And the shepherd and all the whole roster behind him and him just like Moses leading people to the promised land. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There you go. I, I had the wrong mean. Bible story. <laughs> yeah, you went to Jesus. Moses led his people to the promised land. Silas Young is the Moses of professional wrestling. <laughs> I'm sure Principal, Principal Steve would really appreciate this blasphemy that I'm putting out right now. <laughs> Oh God! With a, if you're very religious, listen to this. I'm just sorry. You're done. Sorry. We you're, don't. You're, we don't mean already, anything. They've already stopped listening after they, after I bragged about beating a man of the cloth. <laughs> they, they've already <laughs> shut it off right there. Assaulting a priest. Assaulting a I verbally assaulted a priest, but for bragging rights, purely for bragging. Rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh great! Um, entry number eight, Solomon Tupu. Young entrant, but a good rise so far. This could be wild card. Uh, black and brave student. He's he's you know Papa yes. T now. He's got the pimp. He's a so basically a pimp when he shows up AAW now. Uh, got the money guns and everything. So this is the this is a total wild card. I I think youth maybe may work against them. Again, tournament style. You have to know how to pace your your mind, body, soul, and everything. Uh, but then again, sure. again, it could be a wild card situation. You don't know. You know, you never know. That's true. Um, speaking of wild cards, entry number nine, Calvin Tankman. This this is a dark horse to win, I think. Um, I think he can have really a convincing match with anyone. I think he's a bruiser. I think that, once again, 
attach your cart to a horse. He can carry he can carry you through some tough times. Not that you're the AEW's in a tough time right now. I would I would say you're not, but it's, this guy just seems like someone at a company you can rely on. And that's what we've talked about with James from Freelance as well. Um, James the Freelance Underground has put gold on him. And like mm-hmm. they're like, go out there and do your thing. Um, so like I think Calvin Takeman is 100 percent like consistent enough and capable to have a run for you guys if you put him in that situation. He really came through when we had the situation with the tag team titles. You know, he um when ACH left and retired and whatnot, it was it was pretty tricky at that time. You know, Josh him they were he was a tag champ with Jossie. And it threw Jossie's career for a loop at that point. Didn't know what to do. We were kind of okay. in between, you know, so we had a lot of a lot of flux during that time. But then we put Tankman in there to be a to be a stand-in first. And then we we did it we did a thing where we said, you know what? He's defended it twice without being an official champion, but he was reliable. He was there for us. He, he we can count on him. He jumped in, he took care of stuff. There you go. And then we came to a situation where we said, Hey, you know what? Let's let's the next defense they had, I think it was the Rascals, hold the titles up. And if Tank and Ja can win, it officially crowns Tank as a tag team champion. So, because he was sick of, you know, hey, he was sick of being just a, a stand-in guy. He wanted to be a fit. And he did. And he defended him throughout until they lost him. So, I I always appreciated Tankman coming in and stabilizing the tag titles because it was a total, it, it became a total mess after ACH had to leave. So, it was good to have. So, I, again, when you mentioned a guy you can count on, I highly back that because it's very true. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're in, like... <sighs> You know, I, I might talk about this a little bit more with entry number 11, but there is certain traits I feel like maybe – I don't know if this is just um, the way – and I'm not criticizing this at all, but maybe, maybe sometimes – there's certain guys I feel like Danny gravitates towards mm-hmm. that have certain attributes, and there's certain – like if I were to like say like, okay, create – sit someone down in a chair and be like – and give them like a controller for a video game and be like create a wrestler – that is going to wrestle at AEW. There are certain guys I feel like that have traits. There's someone, some, someone specific coming up, but the tank, the, the tankman trait is like the bruiserness of him, mm-hmm. and like just the authority and presence that he has. Like there's just there's a certain types of guys that I feel like work really well in promotions, and I think he just works really well like his makeup for you. Yeah, absolutely. Does that makes sense. Absolutely does. Um, enter number ten, Isaiah Moore, a little bit more athletic high flyer type someone who could be actually a good for a first round matchup for Kelvin Tankman because of the yin and yang uh, differences. But Isaiah Moore, can you tell me anything about him? Young guy. He's an Indiana guy as well as the Tankman is too, but um, he's, he's pretty young, man. But to me, Isaiah Moore came into his own in May of this year against, uh, against Rob Anthony. And yes. Anthony. Okay. I knew that name was familiar. I do remember I, we watched that match together. Didn't we? we watched it together. Yeah. We, we watched did, it together. We did okay. Part. Yes. And he did really the, well. That was the Uno Mas show. Um, definitely a highlight show of the year, but that was when we all did together. But man, to me, I'll be I told you at the time, I said I didn't pay attention to this guy until I saw that match. Then I, that match opened my eyes and I was like, wow. Now all credit to Rob Anthony too, because it takes two to tango, obviously. It takes two guys to work a good match. But the fact that Isaiah could keep up and went toe-to-toe with that match, it, it completely impressed me. So when I saw that, I felt this guy is capable of whatever. So to yeah, me, a wild card, but a very credible wild card. 
Do you think like that match earned him a spot in the tournament? That match, that match. Okay. That, if, you, if you look at where we've booked them since, that match kind of opened us all up to him. And we was like, wait, okay, wait a minute. This guy has something. There is something here that we need to to build on. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so entry number 11. This is what I was talking about when I talk about AW traits. I don't know if you guys noticed the trend. You guys, you guys do gravitate towards, I mentioned this on other episodes. It's either the person is, but like bigger, bigger, more tan individuals and either either bald with tattoos or they have curly hair with tattoos, curly long dreads. <laughs> that is once again, like these, all these people that have earned their spot and have good matches for you too as yeah. well. But I feel like this is like, okay, like, the assignment is create a guy who could who could generally be an AEW, and it would be like it would might be Conan Lycan. It might be Conan Lycan. And I actually I don't watch much CSW, but randomly one of his promos, it's his pinned tweet too. I would recommend going and checking this out. Uh, randomly, like a CSW came across our feed or CSW like video of him came across our feed. Not that we don't see their stuff because our feed is independent rest local wrestling. That's our feed, but and. But like his promo stopped me in his tracks. He's a really, really good promo, and like I don't know if not enough people know that. So like, what, what are your thoughts on? Him? I've done a lot of promos with him. I've produced him on a lot of promos and stuff. And he, to me, well, he was a standout student in training. He's a standout, um, pretty p- quick progression. I know he's got a lot of eyes on him from various television companies. People have looked at him. He has he's got that look. look. Yeah, he's got a good look. He can work. He's a big dude, smart mm-hmm. guy. I, to me, he's 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 absolutely your. He is absolutely somebody I could see, just shocking the system on this one. Yeah, because the guy is uh, he has everything it takes. Just the only thing he lacks is, is years. That's all. Just needs more years, more more reps under his belt. But um, he's a great uh, he's a great up and coming talent, man. I mean, he's very very far progressed than maybe other people had his skill at his. Um, his age level, he's like I, I feel like his skill level has has like just gone beyond where like the average guy at whatever four or five years in would be at. Do you know how old he is? I could tell you. Uh, I think he is. I think he's tw- man. I might be wrong. Maybe he's twenty eight. Yeah. Okay. He's, yeah. Okay. Not too. Not too. Not too old. You know. He's still. Yeah. But you know, I guess in wrestling years, they all can say, "Well, you're twenty eight. That's old." It's like, nah, he's fine. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, it matters more about like maybe wear and tear and like things. That's like that, it. You know, it's yeah. the main thing. You know, that's what you got to worry about. It's like, it's it's your body. What what your body can take. Exactly. Can maybe he needs a seventy-two hour fast, and then he'll hey, and then I'll, I'll, I'll drop him back. To <laughs> Fifty hours in right now, as, as of this recording. <laughs> I'll drop him back to. I'll drop him back to you know the age of twenty-four or something. You, you know what's funny. Age. You know it's funny. I'm not hungry because my body's obviously it's it's starting to like where it eats like a, it starts using the fat you already have. But I'm it's almost like I'm bored because like I want to eat and like watch yeah. TV and like yeah, <laughs> and, like, I'm watch TV without eating something. What the hell is that? You know who does that? But like I like the art of putting a dish together and like cooking. I get it. Like I it makes you understand how much you eat out of freaking boredom because you're like yes. oh, something, something to do. It's something to do. I have a TV in my kitchen. The most dangerous thing you can ever do, put a TV in your kitchen. Because you be like, oh, I'll watch TV while I make food, and I'll eat this while it's cooking, and eat that, and nibble on chips while that's warming up. It's like, 
I need to take the TV out of my kitchen, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like ambiance. I'm a big ambiance guy. I got TV there. I have a one-bedroom apartment. I have three televisions, and I have 12 clocks. Like, I like ambiance. <laughs> You're just on a of, roll. I love it. I, uh, roll, man. I don't know how, going on. how your brain is working. That's, that's preposterous Ac- to according, me. But... According to the, th- to the, to the diet, that, at, at this point, Autophagy, autophagy, I think it's how you pronounce it, autophagy. I was calling it something else before. Okay. This is when it starts, it really, it starts kicking in, man. Like the 48 hour mark, the cells are like, all right, we're not getting food. We had to start fixing ourselves. And then the brain waves just start going, man. They start connecting and sharpness just hits. I, t- I sent you guys the link. It's it's mind boggling. It's wild. <laughs> I mean, you did <laughs> 72 hour fast. I really look into this. This PCO does. He looks like a million bucks at nearly 60 years old. If you need to spend some time in the kitchen, you can definitely boil some water there. Bro, you don't understand, Chris. I'm already planning what I'm eating tomorrow. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. I'm already thinking <laughs> about I already I went to the fridge to get this water and I saw like Thanksgiving leftovers from my friends giving on Sunday, which are still good. And I'm like, I want I want to eat these so bad. I can't wait to eat this tomorrow at eight o'clock. I'm gonna eat all this, this whole thing. I'm gonna eat this. <laughs> Can't wait. Man. I, uh, I, te- yeah. Text me when that happens. I want to know what's going through your head. So when I was reading the thing, it's like it's like, e- it's like ease into the food. Don't go crazy. Your body, your body's gonna be shocked because you just starved us. But I'm like, fuck that, man. Whatever comes of it comes. <laughs> I'm having <laughs> my Thanksgiving leftovers. I don't care what it takes. Uh... <laughs> All right, rounding off, we have entry number 12, 13, and 14. So entry number 12 is Narls Garvin, last year's winner. 2022 winner. This is a big one uh, because, you know, you have a you have a former winner in there. And that's mm-hmm. – now, he, remember, he won but didn't win the title. He didn't capitalize. He couldn't capitalize. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for a while, that was, we weren't seeing that. Uh, and he couldn't get it done. But I will say his win – in 22 was very interesting because it was a huge pop. You got, were you guys there last year's? No, I they, remember. I remember watching it though. I watched it for sure at streaming. All the streamers, people threw all the streamers in the ring. Yeah, and the crowd he, was behind him 100. Yes, but there was a section of people who were Vega fans who did not want to see it happen. There was a mm. there was a little crowd like boo, but, <laughs> but it worked out for them because look where Vega is, right? Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. that's the long game in wrestling. Yeah, that's why I tell people don't don't think Monday to Monday. Think Monday to you know think January Monday to Survivor Series. You know that's what, like think long game in wrestling. It's always a long game in wrestling, man. If you have a good booker, you have a good storyteller. It's not. It's it should not be. Well, I didn't get it today. It sucks. Think think beyond today. Look yeah, what WWE. Look what WWE is doing, man. WWE has re has has rediscovered. The art of the long game, you know, like they're and they're on it now. That's there's an art in it. So the CM Punk storyline was ten years, right? Ten years in the making. You, you don't <laughs> think they? You don't think they sent him to AEW to destroy it? No, but the long game is where it is. So, but Vega worked out, you know. But um, Garvin was great last year. He wrapped himself up in all the streamers, walked around the entire building. Um, there's like know, an like, infamous photo, yeah, where like the trophy has streamers hanging off of it. With the that. infamous photo that got taken after, I'll tell you guys real quick. Super sweaty, right? Because he was really sweaty from the um, from wrestling. And the streamers were, you know, they were like uh, turquoise and blue and green. The 
colors of the poster that year. He wrapped himself around a ton of them, wrapped himself around and walked around the whole building. When he took the streamers off, when he was taking all the streamers off, all the, mixed all the sweat, his whole body was turquoise, blue, and green. All the <laughs> color from the streamers just embedded into his skin. It took him a day to get that off. He said he had to scrub that all off. It was crazy. He became one with the poster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. That's that's cool. Yeah, memorable for sure. Um, entry number thirteen is Xavier Walker, and entry number fourteen is Joe Alonzo. Do you have anything yes. to say about those two? Xavier, I'm a big Xavier Walker fan. Always have been since day one. He's a big dude. I think we always tried to find the right spot for him. You know, like there was always. We can never we can never catch enough fire with where where we put Xavier throughout the years, you know Ace Perry and and uh, then recently with Ren, but he ran out he left with Ren and he had some other things going on before too. So there's I want to see Xavier Walker get a proper a proper structure and a, a tournament win could absolutely do it. A tournament win would absolutely put him in the right path. But I think I like Xavier Walker a lot. I think he has something he can talk. He looks the part, a big dude, dresses like a million bucks when he walks in. That's There's something special to him. Uh, and I'll tell people, look, even if he if he's not somebody you pay attention to all the time, pay attention to him now, you know, starting from here, because there's something there that just needs to be put on a path, and the tournament could do it. Cool. Um, there Honestly, I actually have to – I know I give you guys shit a lot for not releasing brackets any, or, like, brackets anymore but there's like such a good mix of there is really such a good mix of like favorites and dark horses in here big time that, yeah that it, it really leaves the imagination up like the, my imagination is running wild right now honestly so it leaves it it leaves it like people could be brewing on like well you if you release a bracket sure you're excited for this match this match but you can kind of maybe piece some stuff together based on who you know aw likes and things like that but like the imagination is really left up to play here because yeah. there's so many different creative combos that can happen. So that, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's you got you got former champs, heavy hitters, and you got near rookies in this thing. So there, this is a big clash of light. And then you got Masha in the middle of it all. So it's like, yeah, it's like you got a lot going on in this tournament. And then Joe Alonzo. I'm sorry, we didn't touch on him, but Joe Alonzo's yeah. in it. But Joe Alonzo is such a fucking such a shit bag. Such a, <laughs> <laughs> such a, such a uh, just a nuisance, a nuisance, Joe Alonzo. No argument here. <laughs> because of that, he's in my top four. Is it top? Okay, give your you guys. All right, so we're at the at the end. So top fours. Let's see. What, what who's your Chris? You want to go? Um, sure. So I I, I did say Alonzo, mm -hmm. just because of who he is and, and how sneaky and, and dirty and whatever you want to say about him. I think he's in, in the top four. Um, Jake something. Yeah. Um, Robert Anthony and Hardenbauer. Ooh, this is wow. a, this is a interesting top four. I like this. Cause you got, you got some, uh, you got heavy hitters, you got vets, you got, you got Joe Alonzo, which I don't know. Like <laughs> who's not a heavy hitter or that? You got a guy who's he, not. He's, he, I mean, I'm not saying he's gonna win it, but he's in that mix of the four. Final four, yeah. He's def he's definitely uh, gonna stir something up. I know that. That's for right. sure. 
sure. I like it, man. I like it. I, that's a good top four. It's a very interesting thought. Mine's a little bit chalkier than that. So I'm not sure if you want from like chalk is like when you're filling out a bracket, it's just like, oh yeah, the one beats the eight. Like it's just kind of kind of what you expect a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um mine is Jake something, of course. Uh uh Robert you go Anthony. Um and, and specifically like maybe those two on that's on one side of the bracket, if it's like that's how it how, how the bracket shapes up. But Jake something, Robert Ego Anthony, Manders, and yes. yeah, and Mance Warner. And I feel like a finals of Manders and Ego makes a ton of sense. Like I think Trent, you convinced me on Manders. I had him in my final four before we recorded, but I think you can convince me him probably winning. Um, but I think Ego being somewhere around the final, in the final, or even winning as well, because of all the history put out and like the video we put out and all the history. So like my final, I think is Ego Manders, but like yeah, those four that I said. That's a good four. Both of you have some very interesting, interesting fours. I like it. For me, I'm not. I'm not gonna get four. I'm gonna. I'm gonna refrain because I work for the company, so I, it would be stupid if I said there. Well, here's my top four. You know. Sure, sure, sure. But. Uh, Jake, I like that you both had Jake because I'm big on on, on completionist kind of stories. Like, it's the okay. one, it's the last thing he would have to, he would be the ultimate grand champion of yeah. the company if he, if he held that as well. Because he's a triple crown, uh, but no one, no triple crown has held the the um, the, the tournament ch- uh, championship. So yep. that to me is like, oh, he'd be the only guy. He'd be on an island. And he kind of, M- Mance he, Warner? Is not he didn't get the tag titles, right? No tag or no heritage, so he's not. Oh, that's right. Okay, he's he's been heavyweight, so yeah, a lot of guys like Silas never had a tag, you know, like that's another thing, too. Like Silas is up there. We were going down the list of who's eligible, too, which is pretty funny. Like, um, yeah, because like Fitchett is already he got it, Vega got it recently, ACH got it, Jake something. It was like Jimmy Jacobs. Um, it went down the whole list. It was, it was an yeah. interesting list. I think there's, there's a lot like more than I thought. Nine total, I believe. Okay. I believe there's nine. I want to. I don't know why I thought Vega was first ever. That was really dumb of me. But maybe I don't know if he was first something ever. But maybe not. But yeah, nine yeah. sounds right. I'll tell you right now. Actually, yeah. There, actually, I'm sorry. Not nine. One, two, three, four, five, six. My bad. Six. Oh, okay. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs, Shane Hollister, Shug, uh, Michael Elgin. Penta, ACH, Jake something. And then okay. Vega, and Vega also. Vega's in this list. Vega That's a sick group. So seven. There's seven. So Vega hasn't been put on this list. Uh, okay. Wikipedia, get get your shit together here. <laughs> <laughs> Is there – do you guys have a page now? Yeah. We uh we do have a page. Yeah, there's a page on here. Cool. It, needs, it severely needs update. I will, I will put this out again. If someone wants to take on updating this page, I'll give you a T-shirt, poster, or give you something. But please take on updating this page and making it look nice. You know, it, it needs it needs a little rub. The call again a once a once a once a quarter, I think we call for that. But. Uh, put it out there, please, <laughs> please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, honorable mention in, the, in those top four. If we were mm-hmm. to swap anybody out, uh, I do have to say, Tankman is. Just a personal favorite of mine. That's what I'm saying, man. He he, he screams dark horse to me. Yeah, he screams it. Tankman is some. Tankman is is a. I guess that he's a stabilizer. That's how I looked at him. People were a little. 
I got a little feedback last time when he was in the in the title shot, and I even said I even brought it up. I'll be I'll be completely candid here. When he was announced for the title shot uh, out of nowhere against Davey, I'm like, what the hell did he do to get a title shot? You know, I, and I'm I'm big on making making sense out of things, right? Like, it didn't make sense. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He has been gone for a few months. All of a sudden, he's got a title shot. Um, they told me that I was reminded that there was some interaction at some point between him and the Bravo family it goes back a little bit like small, but it was small enough that I was like, all right, we need it to, it should have been capital. It should have been built on a little bit more. That being yeah. said, if you watch that match, there's several times during that match where people, people believe that it was going to change. It was like, Holy God, like, Oh my God, take, take going to take this Vega pulled it out at the end. But there were several points where people were like the credibility of Tankman was enough that people were ready that had he beaten Vega that night, it would have been accepted. The crowd mm-hmm. would not have shit on it. They would have, oh my god, this is this mm-hmm. is great because the pops during the uh, the two counts and and during some of the offense, I was like, oh man, people are people are almost they're ready for it if it happens. Which yeah. proved to me that Tankman is a, is a he's built up a lot of trust with the audience, and he's like I said, I'll, I'm forever grateful that how he stabilized. He's able to really create a run with the tag team titles with, you know, and working with us, doing that right by Jossie and everything. So I think he's he's definitely a, a dark horse man to to put on your list for sure. Yeah, people are I'm very convinced that he can, like that he can win a title or that like, any match he's in, I feel like he he's good competition. I think people are very convinced of that. Just yep. watching him. Yeah. Um. Not a pushover for sure, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's fourteen entrants. Yep, gonna have to get a little creative. Let's see how that that pans out. Uh, maybe a triple threat seems likely in there, but I'm not gonna speak on anyone's behalf. Um, yeah, but we'll see. We'll see, man. Let's see. Let's see how it pops up. We might have a couple more surprises um, as the as things progress a little bit uh, coming up on, you know, on the show day itself. So keep, you know, stay tuned. There's might be some other stuff that, that comes in and surprises you a little bit. So you never know, never know what can, what could show up. Yeah, no, it's uh, I think it's probably as a AEW fan, this is probably, I think my favorite time of the year. I just like really like the buildup for it. Just the tournament kind of has this different aura around it. I think. Um, it just seems like more is on the line, even though it's not necessarily for the title. Um, it's just kind of a cool little notch to put on your belt. Like, Hey, I won this damn thing. And this tournament means so much to this promotion. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I think it's cool. I it's, and there's a lot of history to it in the company too, with Jim and being, right. the, and being the founder with, uh, you know, one of the founders of the company and, and, uh, a face of the company for so many years. It's uh, it's special to whoever gets this one. So it's it means something. It means something. A lot of people haven't met him. You know, a lot of people working there never met him. He you know he died in 2015. It's been a long time. Yeah, I never did. You know, a lot of people didn't meet him. I I my first show my first show was his last. So go figure that. That was a weird. We 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 passed with a quick hello. That was a quick like, hey, this trend is gonna be helping us out. And he's like, hey, nice to meet you. And that was it. And then the Transuberry run started, and here we that's are. That's my run started, yeah. That's it, in a weird way. I always felt oddly connected to him because of that. Because I mean, I met him several times as a fan, he would open the show, but I felt like he tagged me in, in a sense. You know, that's that's how yeah. I, yeah, dang, that's uh, sentimental. It is that I, I guess I was never, I was never close buddies with him like some of the other guys were, but 
it was a tagging to me. I was like, I saw him, and then two weeks later, he had passed. So, wow. but it was at Bourbon Street, and he, he he came to do the intro. I believe did the intro, um, and then he left. And then he he left. He wasn't feeling well. He you know things have been kind of off, and he wasn't feeling. Well, and he left, and that was it. I, I met him in passing in the back. Wow. So that was it, man. So that's why it, it's sentimental for me. It's special for me to do it too, and it's, it's nice to be a part of it. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to 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 seeing how who who gets it this year and who carries on that that legacy. I used to love when Jim's family was in the audience every year. Uh, I don't know if they've been invited this year or if they are going to be here this year. But it was really nice when they would show up every year to present the trophy too. I know they were rocking the Bears gear. I do remember that the Bears. They, had, they did. They had the Bears. His brother and I think his, uh -huh. his brother and cousin i believe with two and then his, yeah his kids were there too. yeah it was hopefully I, it'd be nice to see him again it'd be nice to have him back and so hopefully they can make it to the show cool cool well, well chris it, just man. lagged out and missed a oh. very very sentimental <laughs> moment all right i'm back go ahead, <laughs> one last thing i want to mention I, I i know i said at the top but i want to reiterate the two other non-tournament matches yes the debut of the outrunners who are this awesome tag team they look like the midnight express to me so like straight out of the 80s, like hot tub time machine. They just they got in it. That's sweet. You know, Outrunners are getting a they're going for the tag belts against uh Russ and Schaff. And then we have Ren Jones cashing in his um his uh Shaitan Rumble title shot against Vega at this one too. So it's Ren Jones's first shot at the title, and he's going to be his first main event. Ren Jones's first main event. And I to me it's special because man. Look, you can call it, it's indie wrestling. I get it. There's not a, there's not ten thousand people in the audience. I understand, but for me to see these guys' careers go where they go, and how they come up, Ren Jones says a, was a pre-show guy a few years ago. He was a pre-show guy who nobody knew, nobody cared. You know, as a pre-show guy, and this Friday he made events uh, for the AAW Heavyweight Title. To me, that's an awesome story. I don't care what it, I don't care how small the scale is to people. The story of of growth is an awesome story, and I I love it. I love seeing that stuff. I I couldn't think of a better way I think to end the show, um, yeah. or last last thing to say. So yeah, tickets are still available. AWPro.com, December first, Berwyn Eagles Club. Chris, are you still here, or are you lagging out? He's here. He seems oh, frozen. He's frozen in time. He might be gone. <laughs> It's very, it's very judgmental look he's given to. He's giving us a side eye. Chris, Chris, Chris. I <laughs> nice. don't think I can end the show on my end. So. Oh, you cannot? You cannot <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try to get that in and then like pass it to him to end the show. And uh, I think he's, fro he's, he's uh, frozen now. So maybe when it comes oh, back, right when he gets back, we'll, we'll do, we'll do the sign off. You, you do final thoughts like uh, Jerry Springer. You want to do that? You want to do a final thoughts? Do you have any? You this would be this is your show. You got to do final thoughts. Like how does times, this work? Are, times are tough out there. We know that you know things are money's tight. No, you, know, you emotions, just you just had a fun. really cool set. You the sentimental moment that you oh, just, it like, was sentimental moment. Yeah. So it's like you had back to back ones. Like that. I mean, I I, I could piggyback on the sentimental moment. Well, let's see. The best part about having you on the show is my job gets a lot easier because I just literally toss you a softball and then you run with. I, I I give you a screen pass, you run with it for seventy yards, and then I then I uh, you know it's just it's easy to talk. So on on fifty and a half hours of no food, no no caloric intake whatsoever. <laughs> that I, that's like I might I would be shutting down. I'm sure. 
All right, Charlie, I want, I want you to bear. I want you, I want you just, just the burial needs to happen right now. Who has been the most difficult guest you've had to, to get through a show? Like not talkative. You had to like, it was, it was pulling teeth. You're like, okay. Oh, no. Come on, this, you can cut this if you need to. <laughs> Maybe we might have to. Um, is this, and is this person still active in the scene? And will uh, they see this? I don't know. So, oh, I know. I actually wasn't on the on the episode. Um, I I had to skip, or like I got sick randomly. Like I think I meant being on, and then something really random happened, and I okay. couldn't I couldn't record. But that sometimes that'll happen with Chris and I, and then we'll still just do a solo. Okay. Um, so Chris had a solo. And I'm he's back. here. I'm back. <laughs> and I can't think of what his name was, but he had a really interesting story where he had like a near-death experience. Okay. And what was the wrestler you who had like a near-death experience that wrestling with unicorns suggested we talk to? And the episode, like we couldn't like I feel like Chris was trying to ask him questions and we couldn't like pull anything out of this guy. Oh, I don't know even know his name. I, I he's I don't think he's oh yes, extremely yes, yes. Extreme around here, like I don't think he's extremely commonly booked. Um, yeah, I, I think name? he's he he moved to the West Coast uh, okay. recently. Bullet something. <laughs> that that uh, was well, part of his nickname, wasn't it? And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, part of part of my gimmick here is that you know I don't remember names well. But, uh, <laughs> that's not that's, a work. <laughs> that's a shoe, brother. That's you, brother. Thanks for protecting the business there, Charlie. Um, <laughs> but that to answer your question, I honestly yeah. can't think of his name, James. Or uh, to, uh, was it? I can't think of it. How how is your memory? How are you all? I have not I have not consumed anything in in fifty hours, and you're you're calling me James? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> What's going on uh, here? Sorry, we just recorded with James, so I I, I bicker with him a lot. I would never do that with you, Trent. I never, never bicker with you. <laughs> I, I do gotta say, two hundred and fifty episodes, two heels in a face. I mean, you guys are at two fifty. We're 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 plus, aren't we? Wow. This is the two fifty, two hundred fiftieth episode. This is the two hundred fiftieth. Wow, that is correct. Uh, what a what a what a right person to have on to. That's awesome. Absolutely. I'm I'm honored. So between Steve and I, that's fifty of them right there. <laughs> <laughs> 250 wow man that's fantastic and Chris, i was trying to i was trying to look at, but i can't even sign in a soundcloud right now for some reason so it's just that's my answer to your question i can't remember his name two heels in a face.com click on the podcast tab i'm scrolling down and i found it uh death proof jay harris death proof jay harris jay harris is still working um oh, no. i am not sure I don't that know. That was episode one eighty four. And we might need to cut. I don't know if you're comfortable with leaving this in, Chris. We might need to cut this, but like that is the honest answer. Where and like I wasn't on that. I, I feel bad because I think I had to bail on Chris late, but that happens yeah. sometimes. It, it happens sometimes. Episode. You've done the same for me, so yeah. So, uh, but it was just like, man, this guy had a crazy story, and I feel like really he just he just didn't like maybe. And it, it, it you know what you know what it is, dude is like. You have to have rapport with people before you jump into something like this. Like That's we we true. went into that we went into that interview cold. It yeah. can work. Like we talked to Drama King cold, um, and, but he's just, I mean, he's got 
and a, a lot of personality. Um, you go into interviews with cold people, with people cold and you say, haven't like met them at a show or haven't shaken their hand. And I just don't think they like trust us enough. And they, they don't like the conversations. It's not there. You know? I get, yeah. I mean, but that's part of them being like, if you're on an interview, you know, part of that's like, that's where their personality gets to shine. Like, okay. Yeah. We're interviewing you. That like, was the platform. That's your moment. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. But like, wrap it up, boys. You might have to edit all that out. So, just wrap it up. <laughs> we were buying time. Yeah, Chris, you want to take us home? Yeah. Well, I I don't know what just happened, right? And, and during that time, that don't I was worry about out, it. bad internet connection, technical difficulties. It's all good. Okay. But before that goes out the window, uh, we definitely you know enjoy talking to you, Trent, and you know recapping or not not recapping, precapping kind of the JLMT, like, like and definitely pre-cap. recapping. Uh, all the years prior, um, you know, definitely I think for every JLMT, we've talked to you. Yeah, I think you've been in all of those um, just because, you know, again, we appreciate, you know, how much you, you know, go and put into the show. And, you know, we, we say it's trend things, but ultimately you you definitely, you know, wave the AAW flag. And we are, you know, grateful that, that you're able to join us every single time. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you know we've done the hot tag before episodes with with this stuff, so um, there's some history there. Um, and you know, hopefully, I'll be able to make it out there. I, I mean, I keep saying that over and over. At some point, I will be making it out there. I think I was there last time at the uh, Bear One Eagles Club. Yes. So, um, excited and looking forward to that, whether that's uh, digital or in person. Um, did um I I don't know if if I missed the part where Trent gets to plug in uh, social handles. Did that happen already? We plugged the yeah AW Pro Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, and YouTube. Just type in AW Pro comes up. Follow us everywhere. AWPro.com. Tickets available for December first. All tickets are going to be at that. You can find them at all those links. And uh, yeah, I mean, check it out. See what you think. Feedback always appreciated, guys. If there's anything we're not posting, you want more of on the on the socials, the YouTube. Let us know. But that's it. That's all. The, that's the socials. Absolutely, we're done, Chris. All right. Um, I don't know if you guys can hear me well. I yeah, hear we you guys okay. It seems a little bit. Well, it's cutting now. Cutting this now. Is, this episode it just won't end. It just will not end. Hey, finish your uh, Charlie. You plug plug the tools in the face stuff, and then you have an ending. I, I I just don't know if I can hit the I can't hit the record off button. I would love to. I don't like. I'd have to leave the studio and just leave you in here. <laughs> like that's the only button I see. Relieve studio. Stop cam. Mute. I don't see yeah. like an end recording. You gotta start logging in as an admin so you can do. I, that. I yeah, that's because I'm not logged in. I'm technically a guest, so like usually Chris does all of that. But uh, oh, <laughs> man. keep the combo going, boys. Oh god. Um. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> that's awesome. Um. Who would be who would, would you want to do? Maybe you versus Keith in trivia. Is that something we could do in the future? Ooh, no, well he did he did bury me. I I could I could definitely get a I could definitely get, do a, go against Keith. It'd be fun. That'd be fun. Okay. Actually, you should do Jimmy D and Keith. That'd be a lot of fun. Oh no, you want, I have to defend my title, right? So if you yeah. if we want to do something like that, or we do like Jimmy D and Keith and Winter faces Trent or something like that, it's not a bad idea. Fair little, <laughs> little bracket of our own there could be okay. cool chris you can just hit the stop button seriously all right
Thank you. Just edit. Just edit. All right. <laughs> we no can edits. talk off. Thanks. Cool. All right. It's still recording. Still recording. Stay.